to the podcast, episode 142. Make some fucking noise. Unfortunately, we are remote podding today. You know, we know, we know how you guys like to get onto us. Like, oh yeah, it's not the actual studio. It's not the vibes. But I mean, I feel like I think the them can agree with the remote ones. We still give you know good content, anyways. But some of, you, some of you guys, if you guys want to sell to studio, fucking donate to our coffee. Just <laughs> 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 fucking coffee, man. <laughs> but before we get into the thing, how's the man them doing? All good, good all man. good. Good, good man. Today good. is a very special day. It's even Mex's birthday. Make some noise for our fucking bro. I was telling NK, I, I wasn't supposed to be here, as you guys know. Yeah. But, um, my son's not well. He fell ill like lunchtime today, innit? Oh, so shit. we had to pick him up from school. All birthday pans got. Calast, ah. um, just at, at home looking after him, but um, uh, I'll step out this weekend. Make sure you remind him about this 20 years, yeah, yeah. 20 years from now. <laughs> Guilt <laughs> 10 years from now. Me from and your mommy were going to enjoy ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> going to be the Ukrainian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, what's introduce yourself to us? What's up? What's up, people? My name is Max. I'm a wrestling fan, mm. a wrestling enthusiast, mm. a WrestleManiac, if you will. And you're tuned in to another episode of the Wrestling's podcast. Who else we got? Yo, people, it's your boy NK, aka the man, the owl, too sweet to be sour. AKA the Hood Japanese correspondent, mm. aka the CEO, the president, the commissioner, the TDM, Tokyo Dome Merchants. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Yo, it's your boy Laps, the main event, live on Champagne Sipper, Sipper. Big Bat Driller, and <laughs> and your mommy hear you <laughs> I can hear prayers going on downstairs but you got to hear the rest of the promo <laughs> man said you can hear prayers and he's <laughs> he's drilling Kai, it's never to call yourself the son of Samson Skagum people big guap guap daddy the man of many aka's but it's remote so I'm not going to get the reaction I want so yeah. <laughs> simple things to <laughs> hear it I hear it oh where we starting off with today um <sighs> that promo let's start from there oh MJF MJF William Regal man make some noise for MJF I can't lie The promos this guy has cut this year. Listen. Extensive catalogue. Generational, bro. Extensive catalogue. This guy is going to be able to write books, comic books, tell stories for years. We're going to be talking about these promos for years. Like, it's it's crazy what he's done. This year alone. Like, let alone since AEW started and he came to prominence. It's mad. It's nuts. It's nuts. Like just, just the kid. Like I said, from the CM Punk feud, even within that CM Punk feud, you have Bear. Obviously, the promo he cut on Tony Khan, you know, controversial but you know effective. This promo here, even the promos he's been cutting um, throughout throughout um his return has been mad. Like, and the thing is, he hasn't even. I'm telling you, when he gets the title, it's going to be even worse. Like, we're just going to see. Promo after promo after promo after promo. Yeah, man, listen. Like, he's, he's, 
Give him a new. I know he just signed a new contract. Give him a new contract. Give now. him another, another one. one. Another, another one. one. <laughs> another one. They, listen, they need to look. Listen, he's listen. When I know he keeps talking about the bidding war, but he's he's right to talk about it because when it comes time for him to negotiate the bread, this guy will be offered from WWE from AEW will be will, will be ridiculous. Astronomical. This one he's gonna be offered is a gege bread, bruv. This isn't regular, <laughs> regular bread at all. Bro. Not regular king's meal bread. <laughs> Not at all. Like he's proving right now that you know he has to go in at a level. Like if he went to WWE any earlier, like you know, I think he was even said in that promo, like he they may not have deemed him ready. This, that, and the other. His money wouldn't be probably anywhere near what it is now, let alone what it will be if he is to go in a couple of years' time. Um, I personally thought after he had done his part and I saw the crowd doing a standing ovation, I said, I've di- I swear this is unprecedented. I've never seen anyone get a standing ovation in the middle of a segment, standing, clapping, everything. And then when William Regal asked for the mic, my head, my hands were literally, my head was literally in my hands. I, I thought, you-, you can't, you can't follow this. <laughs> like this is a setup, but he done his thing as well. Like, and I was even thinking like, I don't know of a time where William Regal has had such a prominent position in a segment like that either. Like where he's had to cut a promo of that intensity, like to kind of rebuttal what my man just said. Like in his whole career, this is probably still somewhere like top three, top five promos William Regal has ever had to do of that level and still pulled it off. Like it was just crazy. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I think, and I think the interesting thing about MJF as well, and we mentioned the CM Punk stuff earlier, it's interesting to see him actually go toe to toe with quote unquote idols that he's had or people that have been influential in his career. And I said in the GC as well, like, it seems like this guy's got 1,000 villain origin stories. Like, everybody, like, everybody has a, a, play, um, a part to play in the rise of MJF and him now overcoming it and him becoming the person that he is and why he is the person he is today. And just yeah. like you said of the rebuttal, like when MJF said what you had to say, in my I was thinking, hmm, I love William Regal, but I honestly don't know what he's going to say to counter this. But when he did, and then he turned around, I said, yeah, MJF has got us in his hand like this. Yeah. And he's going to trick us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's going to trick us. And bro, like when you put the ring on, and William Regal just says smiling, because William Regal knew like he hasn't got it in him to do it. And then he came out at the end, um, after the whole uh, we're gonna get into the Moxley and Adam Cole stuff, Adam Page stuff. Um, and he brought out the ref, and I was thinking, okay, cool. He's not gonna cash it in though. But when he gave William Regal the chip. And he cut the promo about, I want you at your 110%. I said, this guy has got us in his hand because, yeah, he may. And Beck said something interesting in this video about the firm. You might as well get onto that. But yeah, so I thought, obviously, we've seen, we've seen him a couple of weeks ago, like denouncing the firm. Why are you not getting involved? I never asked you not to do that. You know, tell it Stokely, keep, stay hands off, stay away and all this kind of stuff. And I just think this, this is surely all an act. You just got together like these mm-hmm. men are surely gonna help you like all the all of this that he's saying to Regal and Moxley like 
I'm going to win in an honourable way. I'm going to, I want to beat you at hundred percent. All fair. Like this MJF said, I'm going to, I'm going to win smart. I work smart. Like I, I don't do all of this kind of, you know, I just want to get to the result the fastest way possible, the quickest way possible. And on the other hand, now we've got William Regal as well, telling him to be a, a, a real villain, a real devil. That's what you want to be like. So I just can't help but see like, I, obviously November comes, um, full gear comes. I don't see any other winner than MJF walking out. It's literally just a matter of how they do it. Will it be with the firm's help? Will it be with William Regal's help? Like, I honestly think that the, the, the seeds were sown last night for William Regal to turn. Because he's already said, I like you. I've, I've, I saw everything in you when you were 19. You just weren't of age. Like I just couldn't, couldn't sign you or whatever the case may be. Um, now he's a 26-year-old man you know, one of the hottest properties in the in the entire wrestling business. And I just feel like if they told a story with William Regal almost doing this turn, being in MGF's corner, he's still champion and they're teasing him going to WWE with someone that has been a head of recruitment for WWE for years. Like, this is gold dust, like, honestly. And there's an argument as to you know, how much should they really lean into this? They, they said WWE hell a lot last night, but it was all in the means of the story. There was no like yeah. jibes and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like how much would they really tease that we're taking now a top talent or possibly even our champion to the other side? Like it would be brilliant TV. A lot of people are saying it, it may not make sense for AEW and promoting their products, but it will be immense TV. I think... So even to go, I feel like this is how, I don't like the term shoot promos, but this is how you incorporate history into wrestling. These re- like It's like, it's, it's like, it's a wrestling is storytelling. And like with every story, there's backstory. Everybody, every, for example, like, like the old boy said, every super villain has an origin story. I feel like it's, when people hate shoot promos, it's like, ah, oh, you buried me backstage. You did this, you did that, where it doesn't relate to, um, being arrested and doesn't work in kayfabe. This story works completely in kayfabe because MJF is a wrestler. WWE was the biggest company at the time. It's like, in order to succeed, he had to go through William Regal and that. And now, the obstacle that he had in WWE is now here. It makes sense for him as a character to bring these things up because he's going to be facing somebody that William Regal rated and he's going to be facing the person that he kind of wanted to be, like, like MJF said in the promo, William Regal put his hand over Claudio, put his hand over um, Danielson, put his hand over Moxie. And look what they achieved, not only in WWE, but now in AEW. So it makes sense that, yo, I'm going to beat the person that you put your arm around to show you that I'm the guy you should have invested in all of this time. So I feel like just having that backstory for MJF makes so much sense. And... Like Del Boy said, he's gonna trick us, but I feel like him him um allow, him allowing us to see like his softer side, his more vulnerable side, is gonna make us think, oh, do you know what? Maybe there's a hope for change for MJF. Maybe do you know what MJF is turning a new leaf? And the thing is, this isn't just something that's been happening with this food, it's been happening with CM Punk. And it happens all the time with when MJF meets an idol or a mentor. The vulnerable, mm-hmm. even even if you go back to Cody Rhodes back in mm-hmm. 2019, like MJF is always at his most vulnerable when he meets people he actually respects. But this time, like we're getting to see him like really like be vulnerable, so that 
when the time comes and we think, do you know what, MJF is going to do the right thing, he's going to trick us. And we're going to be like, wrong. Yeah. So you got us invested for these men for 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 these months. You poured your heart out. You talked about your your um not being um scouted by WWE. You talked about you know being um a Jew boy. You talked about being um you know having ADHD. You talked about all of these things for you just to betray us in the end. I'm telling you, it's gonna hit differently. And I and I like this story that we're telling. This I think it's I don't, like we've probably seen it before in wrestling. But we don't see it often where we see like the heel have layers to him because the heels are usually just like, oh, I'm bad because I'm bad, right? But like now we get, now we get, we're getting the full backstory. This is Joker. This is Joker. Yeah. This is the movie Joker. We're getting the full origin story of why I'm like this and why I'm going to continue being like this. So don't be, don't be mad at me like I owe you anything because you know the full story. <laughs> don't look at me like I owe you anything. So, yeah. Now his character work is A1 It's sensational It's A1 So many layers Like a flipping onion bruv Like it's literally Every feud It's like This is what I'm feuding with Or who I'm feuding with He'll go He'll probably write You know How the story should turn out This that and the other Like you're saying Pull up on certain things That have literally happened In past And you know We don't know How much of Stuff is the truth Or you know But I'm sure A lot of these Situations and stuff it's probably about 90% true. And then, you mm-hmm. know, 10%, you know, Maggie and C- seasoning to, to make it into a TV story. Um, this, this, this was brilliant from start to finish. And I, I thought we were going to get something like this because by the time the show started, it said title Tuesday, there was four titles on the show. I thought, okay, but they're not going to give these matches like half an hour each. It's going to be promos, but someone's going to get a promo. And then when William Regal came out and then obviously got cut off straight away by MJS Music, I just sat up, I paid attention. I said, okay, cool. Th- this is it. This is the 15 minute or 20 minute promo that's that's gonna just yeah, fill this sex section of the show. And it was just it was just awesome, man. Yeah, um yeah, pretty much what you guys said. I'm just like I'm just very intrigued to see where this is going, like how this moves going forward. And obviously MJF is obviously gonna be the one to beat John Moxley. What is what would happen next after he's won the title? Like, where do we go from there? Not like I'm rushing into that, but I'm just intrigued to see. Cool, he's revealed. Like, listen, I am always the devil that I said I was. Who is going to be his first feud? Who do you man think? Uh, uh, maybe Hangman. Uh, just because I'm thinking Hangman, obviously, he just lost this opportunity because of the injury. But yeah, I feel like they just did you are. But I feel like I feel, I feel like they'll they'll do you again. Maybe not as the first few, but they'll do you again. I just feel like them to have a good dynamic. Um, do I just, I just had a thought. See, I'm we no, I'm not even fuck that nigga, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is probably very very far fetched, isn't it? But we started to see the dissension of Wheeler you are from BCC a little bit. Yeah, we started to tease um, him and Danielson. Might be a stretch, but do you think maybe Willie Uta could be the one to cost Moxley just despite Danielson? Nah, because but he did say never meet your heroes. It could be a thing where it's like, you know what? Because remember, them two were going to shake hands. Yeah, yeah, they were going to shake hands. So it could be. It's a very, it's a stretch. It's yeah. maybe like 10, I'm ten percent leaning on it. I don't think it will happen, 
But for the same stuff, for the same scene, I guess, that's why I think William Regal's going to, you know, leave or turn. Because I think like maybe this is the beginnings of the end for the Blackpool Combat Club. Like you are still obviously on the up and up, like I've always said this, Claudio Castagnoli. I don't know what he's he's really doing there, in it. Like, so I, I I just feel like maybe they've seen okay, it's it's run its course now. Moxley's gonna go away, maybe have his vacation. Utah could be like we're saying a possible first feud for MJF. What a Danielson, Claudio. What do we really? What are we really doing here with everyone else? That's why I think William Regal might just yeah kill it basically go off with MJF or whatever that story is going to be and then yeah maybe we see the likes of you or be a first but I, I can't necessarily I can't necessarily see you being like a you know turning or causing the issue like yeah um yeah I, I, I feel like do you, do, you guys, do you guys think you is even ready to be competing for the title like that challenging challenging MJF like yeah. on a dynamite for sure, like not on a pay per view, but like uh, on a like on a dynamite, have like maybe like a little two two week build. Like I don't I don't see nothing wrong with that because I feel yeah. like, like this title from MJF is going to be a very long one. Like uh, yeah. it's gonna be it's I'm gonna here be for it a long yeah. one. So we're gonna have to get some contenders out of the way in it. I feel mm-hmm. like they can revisit. Obviously, don't know what Derby's doing now, but like. Later on, they can revisit the whole Derby thing as well. Because um, him and Derby had a great match at Full Gear, and I feel like even their feud... Um, was that Full Gear? Yeah, Full Gear last year. And even the build they had to that feud was... Um, that match was pretty good, didn't it? So, if MD, mm. I don't, I have no idea who the first opponent's going to be. Um, probably had, Hangman's probably the best bet because he's like that baby face that most of the crowd love that MJF can really, like, you know, if he beats Hangman Page, it's like, okay, like, we really hate you because Hangman Page like a beloved guy. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, Hangman makes sense because, you know, to establish a champion, you kind of have to beat the former champions. So, after beating Moxley, Hangman, perfect sense. The yeah. question is, who after Hangman? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't remember um, who... Who made this video? It's one of these booking videos. It may be an Adam Blompier video. Um, but I read someone basically transcribed it and put it on Reddit. Um, so I was reading it. And they said obviously when they book in MJF's run as champion, the first the, obviously the first half should be like a pretty much normal run. He's been dominant, beating a couple guys. But then obviously his his contract is to is to run out January 2024. So it'll get to a point in the run, like halfway through next year, 2023, where it's like people looking around at each other, like, all right, we have to take the belt off this guy. Otherwise he's going to leave with it. And that's when you start pulling out the big guns and the the, the, the opposition get bigger and bigger and bigger. You get maybe your last hope is maybe like a, a Kenny Omega at full gear next year. And MGF still beats him. And then this is obviously fantasy booking. They said that, um, I think it was, they get, one night only Cody Rhodes to come back at, uh, <laughs> at uh, Winter is Coming. <laughs> Alex, this is not my story, it? They get Cody Rhodes to come back one night only at Winter is Coming and um, he, he wins the championship back so MJF doesn't leave, leave with it and then just drops it, basically. Just to relinquish it, take it off him basically, and that will kind of close off the the MJF Cody story at the same time. Um, 
I mean, it's it's very far fetched. I, I like the idea until it kind of got to there because obviously we know. Yeah, that's a bit maybe maybe, maybe yeah. obviously maybe Danielson maybe or someone like that or I don't know. I kind of want if somebody's going to dethrone MJF, it doesn't have to be, but it'd be nice if like it was like an AW like original, like somebody who was there from like 2019 or just somebody who's like had that relationship with MJF. I don't know who at this point, but Darby Allen. Darby Allen is only one I can think of. Yeah, Darby Allen would be a good one. Yeah, it has to be someone from the pillar, just not Sammy Guevara. The pillars are done, man. <laughs> Those <laughs> pillars aren't even standing anymore. Those pillars are shaking, my guy. There's MJF who's a bridge, and then there's everyone else who's just uh MJF is gone. MJF is gone, bro. MJF is not he's not with them man no more, fam. Yeah. No. He's an EVP at this point. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean I, I don't really know who else. Is there anyway? If it, like we're saying, if it's not Derby, it's not going to be probably the likes of Omega again, unless they get into crisis like they have been in this past year. Um, I don't know. See, Philip, Philip ruined it again. Philip Brooks ruined it because, <laughs> yeah, my because the uh, Philip ruined it because it, it would have been Punk in it, but Punk to beat MJF. No, I, I think though in this feud, obviously to in to full gear, it would have been MJF and Punk. And I think at that point, if it was still MJF and Punk, maybe you could have done Moxley when the time when when the time was out. But obviously, yeah. Moxley tired. Like I love Moxley; he's been a great year. Haven't been upset at any of his title wins, but no more for the next two years. No more titles. He's been brilliant. Just a word on him. Even when obviously this hangman thing happened last night, and hopefully he's all right and stuff. Like just the way he just what it's like. Obviously, he's probably the referee's probably hearing bare stuff in his ear. It's just like, right, you have to do this now. You have to do that. And like he is the leader. Like this is his company. Like you, you can tell. And even with him signing new contract, Jericho signing new contract now. Like yeah. th- these are the people you should have trusted from the from the start, which he obviously did. But obviously you you dashed a hell of a lot of money at CM Punk to come back to wrestling and we can't pretend we, we probably all at least wanted to see him come back to wrestling whether you actually can yeah. beyond that return that's a different question but yeah. like it, it's just proven to be an investment that just wasn't worth it has costed you you know your what your booking what you had almost been perfect booking since your inception in terms of how you've handled things and we are where we are now I'll, let me ask you like this: Do you ever did you not ever thought, think that that when you saw Dean Ambrose or when, even when John Moxie signed that he would be this big of a deal? Because I'll be real, like I've always saw like okay, Dean Ambrose is always like I've always seen him, like as a top guy, yeah? but like the light I view him in is like he's one of the like not in terms of like in ring, but he's just, he's just one of the best in the world overall. I never viewed him that way, but previously. Did you not foresee, like, John Moxley's right? Did you know he always had this in him? Or was it a thing of, like, nah, he proved to you, he proved you wrong? I'll be honest. I I didn't think he had this in him because, like, when I looked at him in WWE as Dean Ambrose, he was always in the shadow of, like, Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. So it was kind of hard to see him as, like, someone that has the potential to be this top guy. And then as soon as he made his AEW debut, different attitude, different style... That's when I was like, okay, there could there could be potential in this, and then it just needed some time to cook, and then we got the result, and he ex- he far exceeded my expectations as to what he could be. 
because he stepped out of the shadows of two other people, you know? So, yeah, like, in my opinion, Moxley right now is just as big as Roman and Seth, for example. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's far exceeded my expectations, if I'm, if I'm honest. I think for me, I, I saw him in, like, CZW and FCW, so I was kind of aware of, like, in terms of, like, promo skills around that period of time, Moxley was ahead of hella people. Like in the entire it, FCW class, bro, he was off. <laughs> bro, he was a clear of everyone. And there was even a period where him and Mick Foley were meant to get into a feud. Like they they done like this shoot where it was like online stuff. Online, in it, where yeah. they were meant to have a feud in it. And for someone like Mick Foley to believe in him that early on, and then obviously you got to WWE, done what he did. In WWE, he was a massive deal. Like we can't ever pretend yeah. he was a deal, do you know what I mean? So when he left. And we saw from the send-off that WWE gave him that this isn't any regular Schmegular, what's he called, Tyler Rex or Kurt Hawkins, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This, is, this is Dean Ambrose. So for you to get a send-off like that, that like, WWE in the back of their head, they're probably thinking, yeah, we fucked up because mm-hmm. if we are just given this guy what he wanted and what he wanted to do, something could have been. And for him to now come out and from the production of like the promos, like, the, the vignettes that he did when he left WWE to him joining New Japan, and G1. you know, then him coming to AEW, just his arrival in AEW and the reaction he got, and the energy that he had, like when he was there, in my head I was like, you know what, this is the comp- this is not the same guy that we saw in WWE. This is, oh. this is this we're going back to like early two twenty tens. Like mm-hmm. he's back in his element now. You can tell like he was having the time of his life. You know, he won the US, the, um, the IWGP US Championship. He was having bangers in fucking um, AW early on. Mm-hmm. So to see where he is now, like, I think it was already preset from like when he joined AEW. Just, just to echo that, like, again, I, I, I remember watching him and the whole of The Shield and all of these, these lot in, in when I was in uni, FCW on YouTube one. and stuff like that. He was, he was the, the top guy. guy. He, was he was the top guy, guy the then. Then in The Shield, this is it. When he was The Shield, like, oh, he was, he was all the promos, everything. So I think that's where my confusion was. When The Shield disbanded, obviously Seth Rollins' story was the one that kind of took, took off. Roman was then the guy they wanted to push. And Dean was... I don't know. Yeah. They weren't really doing much with him, innit? Like he was like Roman's number two almost. And then he became WWE champion. I, yeah, you could see they had a lot of stock in him. Um, but at the same time, they were still booking to do a lot of stuff. That the, the character was more wacky rather than kind of hardcore. violent, like yeah, yeah, hardcore, like he is now. Um, and then upon leaving. When he went to AEW and AEW was formed, obviously from the names that we knew early on that was going to be attached to AEW, I thought, okay, he's going to be a big name because he's the WWE guy coming in. But at the same time, like, these men can can really wrestle. (laughs) Like, I'm seeing him go after Omega on night one and I'm thinking... You, you can't wrestle like a mega bro. Like this is different. This is different. Two different things, isn't it? Like you could do your thing, but Omega's thing's different. But honestly, no word of a lie. And don't clip this and take this out of context. Yeah, <laughs> Moxley is Austin to AEW. I agree. He's, he's very much Stone Cold Steve Austin right now. Yeah. Like it's it's obviously not crazy as Austin was wrestling was different them times but he has become like just that figure like it's him it's true it's him like for me AEW is like yeah it's the elite but AEW is Moxley 
Yeah. Like, the elite could leave. For me, I look at Moxley like, he looks like, he reminds me of like them lifers. Like, everyone can come in, they can go. But me, I'm here to stay because I I, I believe in this brand. And that's how I look yeah. at Moxley. He's the top guy. Like, I see, me, I, like, I see things now, like, yeah, yeah, I see things now, like, you see, like, um, if something happens now with um, maybe maybe Chris Jericho, let's say, for instance, in the press or something like that, they would say, former WWE wrestler, Chris Jericho, da 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 da, da um, Chris Jericho, who also now works for AEW. But I feel like John Moxley, and granted, his name is different than when he was in WWE, but... I feel like John Moxley is just the AEW wrestler John Moxley now. Like AEW. it's almost like he's 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 erased his WWE run. It, it's not even there anymore. Like he's cleared it. Yeah, he's actually he's he's lacked it. Yeah, it's it's mad. He he's done so well in in these three years. Like but, yeah, because for me, like, I was not a Dean Ambrose guy in it. Like I no. saw like, within the Shield, like I saw it, but like solo wise. Like I was, I was like Roman and Sephar, bro. Like, but then he pre- even during the early days of AEW, I was hating. You see when he went over on Kenny Omega during that last out match, even though he's the <laughs> hardcore. I was hating. I was like, what, what, why, why is this, why is this WWE guy coming into the? He shut me up. He yeah. shut me up. Like he's, yeah. he's like, and it got to the point here where <laughs> this year, especially when Punk left here, because I feel like, and even. Outside of um, the title, um, I remember we did um, a um, what is it? What was it called? Tier rankings, yeah. Mm. And we ranked people, and Del Boy said something, and and, I, and it stuck with me. Even when Moxley doesn't have the title, didn't have the title, he was always treated like that guy. Like Moxley is how you want your non-champions to be booked. When he wasn't champion, he was doing hella stuff. Yeah, he was doing like he was booked like the and then. When Punk left, when Punk got injured and Moxley took the reins into him champion, he was champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moxley, was, it was not interim, he was champion. His interim reign was better than his first reign. Yeah. <laughs> his interim reign was better than his first reign. It's, it's, it's crazy that you say that because every year it seems that Moxley's just getting better and better. And it's only been, what, three, four years. Like, he's done far more in this amount of time than he's done in his entire WWE run. And, you know, obviously, thanks to him and people around him, obviously he took his health into his, you know, his own hands and got help when he needed help. And that genuinely looks like it's done something for him as well. Oh, Like, he looks like he's moving better. And obviously, if he's living a more healthier lifestyle, it makes him be able to, you know, I guess, do more in the ring and, you know, just, just work more, work more dates and all of this kind of stuff. Like, it's, yep. it's mad the way the, the kind of turnaround has happened with him. No, nah, man. He's, no, nah, man. He's, he's... Moxie's the man, man. Moxie's the guy, man. He went from being my least favourite member of the Shield to, like, yeah, put my favourite guy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, no, nah, he's definitely, he's definitely... I, I remember, do you remember his... Um, what was that thing? The the Broken Skull podcast with Austin. Yeah, and Austin, I'll, I'll never forget, Austin was like, you should try more, you should do more. Austin stuck it on him. Yeah, and he was pissed. And it definitely looks like that could have been something that, you know, put the fire underneath him. Because even from the time when he got, that had that long injury in, in WWE and he had never been injured really before and then came back just before he left. It's like his whole approach, everything was different and he wanted to do different stuff. They wouldn't let him, hence why he left. But like he said from then, his mind was made up when his contract was up, he was going. 
that he was yeah. never going to stick around and sign a new contract. So yeah, maybe a bit of tough love and all of that stuff from Austin as well. He like he he's pretty much like Austin over there right now. Would you guys would you guys want me to go back though? No, not even not, not because you're doing bad at AEW, but would you like to see? Do you think this Moxley would like? You see how Cody basically copied and pasted this character from AEW to WWE. Do you feel yeah. like Moxley would work there, or do you think like, nah, do you know what? Stay in AEW. This, this Moxley is smoking Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. But that's if if they if they let him be Moxley, that's yeah, the answer yeah. to your question. Not, not if, they make him, if, they, if they make him Dean Ambrose, then, no, no, no. then yeah, it's, it's then you have to go feud Kevin Owens. But <laughs> <laughs> this one, I can't lie, it's it's very believable that Roman cannot chat to him. Like, of course, yeah. and I know there'll be there'll be the testers like, oh, what do you mean it's Roman? Blah, blah, blah. But uh, bro, this Moxley, Moxley's legit, like um, legitimacy. Bad. And mean? and even like within kayfabe, within story, I think laps like, just a minute ago you said like he's now sitting with the other members of the shield. Uh, before I, I was pretty much tempted to say then that I think Moxley is ahead of like the three right now. If you were to rank the three, Moxley's yeah. number one. Like even storyline wise, like I'm saying, Roman has always historically had issues wrestling them man. Like, I don't know how many times Roman has beaten Seth Rollins in a one-on-one, if ever. The same with, with Ambrose. So it, even within story, it makes perfect sense that mm-hmm. Roman wouldn't be able to beat Moxley if he came across as Moxley and not Dean Ambrose. It'll be a sick I, match. I mean, the dream match that we all need to have within our generation is the Shield triple threat. It's not going to happen. We, we, we need to... Ha- I mean, dream match, isn't it? Like, it may happen, it may not happen, but... You know, fantasy booking. And if Moxley comes back, he has to call back as Moxley, you know. Triple threats are my favourite gimmick match of all time. I do not care for that match. I'll be very raw. Yeah. <laughs> I do not care. This is Roman versus Seth versus... Have you not cared for that match in general, though, like, throughout... I've, I've never cared for it. For mm. them to now, for them to now, whoever wins, the, the, the match will end and I'll be doing this in the middle of the ring. Fuck <laughs> off, man. Fuck <laughs> off, man. I don't want to see that shit. No, there was a once upon a time I wanted to see it, but yeah, the boat's no, gone. No, no. I actually care for that shit, man. I, I want to see it now simply because of the progress Moxley has made. It'll be yeah. even better now. Definitely. It'll be interesting, yeah. don't get me wrong, but I don't want to yeah. see no, it. I can't, I, it'll be interesting now because I feel like everyone's now settled into like what they truly are in it to be fair in terms of character work I feel like Seth's Seth I think that Seth like in WWE had like the most clear character arc like I feel like they've handled Seth's storyline the best out of the shield but like Roman is who he's supposed to be Moxley's who he's supposed to be Seth's who he's supposed to be so it's like I feel like this is what these these men have evolved that these men are our final evolution like this is what these men are meant to be yeah, if you're if you're to look at it like that, I mean, when we have conversations, is the greatest faction ever. Like, boy, in terms of what they accomplished as a faction, what they've accomplished separately as a result of the faction, these men are clear. They're they're on top of the industry. Yeah. Whether you watch this, that, and the other, they're on top of the industry. So, yeah, they've done a flipping good job, honestly. Big fat, big fat smoke. What's happening on AEW? Oh, boy. Oh, Dalton Castle. And, and Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah, big match. That was cold. Quack, quack, quack. Take that fucking belt of wood, low. I don't want to see what the TNT belt is for. Give it to my nigga Dalton Castle, man. <laughs> no, I can't lie. Dalton Castle, yeah. 
Like, because I know TK said the, the basically ROH is going to be like... Yeah, it's coming back, in it? It's coming in yeah. 2020. Don't Castle, AW. Like, forget that. Like, don't forget ROH, but AW. Like, KT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Castle, what? But that entrance, so not like, listen, Don't Castle with Ring of Honor 2009. I remember, because especially around 2016, he was getting, like, when Tyler Breeze and NXT people were saying, oh, don't, Tyler Breeze, Don't Castle. I've always said Don't Castle's clear. Don't Castle's the king fashionista. Triple H wanted him. Yeah. Dalton Castle's that guy, and for him to just get the platform, bro, he 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 look how over he was. And Bearman on, on the timeline were like Bearman, and I'm sure a lot of the man them in the arena as well probably weren't huge ROH guys or didn't know like who Dalton was. He made a statement. He made it those two the appearance he had on Rampage and the appearance he had on Dynamite. Dalton Castle's that guy. And and I can't lie, Chris Jericho saved that Ring of Honor title. He saved it. Because <laughs> Because, because, listen, we, we all know what happened to um, Jonathan Gresham. Listen, I have my opinions on him, but whatever. They called him a madman, but huh? he was right. They called Jonathan Gresham a madman, but he was right. It w- he was nah, right. It should have been bad. I can't, it should have been Bandido instead of him for me. But anyway, that's a different question for a different day. That's a different, it should have been Bandido instead of him. But <laughs> listen, Claudio, it was a nice moment, but ain't do that. This is what, and this is why. This is what um the the championship needed. It needed a guy of Chris Jericho's profile, and not only a Chris Jericho's profile, but look, but but look how already the guys he's defeated in his reign. He's got Bandido on the resume. He's got mm. Danielson on the resume. Mm. He's got Dalton Castle, and then the little like um montage did before. He's probably gonna face bare other ROH guys. Hey, bring back Low Key, bring Homicide, bring all of these man. This reign. Hey, man, <laughs> do something, do something. I feel like, yeah, like this Jericho reign, already the ultra thing's over. I think this Jericho reign is going to be... So cold. It's going to be the reign where we it's say, finally, <laughs> finally, like, the oh, and I said this when um, Jericho won the belt on Grand Slam. We're going to be seeing this title main event in Dynamites because it's Chris Jericho. It's Chris Jericho. There's no way you can put Chris Jericho on the back burner. So let this rain continue. But like we always say, after this rain, it's going to be scary again. But let's enjoy the rain for what it is because after this, it'll be scary. But right now, it's good times. It's good times. <laughs> I mean, they have, they have announced They have announced that they're going to be... Um, so obviously, they got their final pay-per-view um, in December and then they're going to try and bring it. Yeah, final battle. Then they're going to be doing a weekly show in 2023. Um, so I mean, it's just we just cease to see what happens with the show. Um, I think yeah. you should keep the title when the show. You shouldn't use the title before the show comes though. Like I don't, I don't. Uh, you should keep the title until like basically what what it was with AEW. Like, it should be the fir- like the, the first fir- champion that people see on television should be Chris Jericho. Yeah, I agree. So have they announced it? Is it a streaming service? Is it TV? Have they announced it? No, they just, they've got plans for 2023, isn't it? Yeah, I believe, according to like Melts and with them lot, it looks like a streaming service. It looks yeah, like it. Bad. But it looks, but, but it looks like, um, like probably like HBO Max, like a Warner Brothers yeah, yeah. Um, streaming service, isn't it? So, oh, hey, just get it somewhere, isn't it? The plug. I hear that. I said the plug. Uh, what was I gonna say? Do you, do you, after what happened the other um, on Dynamite, do you see um, Jerry Lynn putting on his boots and having a match with Jericho? Please no, no. <laughs> the last match I watched them do in TNA was against um, RVD, 
And this was a fair few years ago, maybe like six, seven years ago. Mm. God, my friend, please, it's okay. Finished. You're, you're, full, you're a former Ring of Honor ch- champion. The most you could do is like, you know what, I can't wrestle, but here's a former champion you can face. Keep it at that. Or maybe yeah. have him bring out his um, someone at final battle. Other than that, please, I don't want to see. I don't want to see my goats injure themselves anymore. <laughs> I'm tired. So, and Nancy's already done. So, <laughs> Great Meters already is, is is retiring in January. Please, let's let people enjoy their flowers while they can. Bow out so what? So what? Ring of Honor um, champions would you like to see Jericho face? Former Ring of Honor champions would you like to see Jericho face. I mean. There's still there's still a lot. I think we were speaking about this in the group chat the other day. That's the likes that he can come out and easily beat. We're talking, I guess, Samoa Joe's there. Um, uh, what's his face? Christopher Daniels is backstage. Um, Jay Lethal's there. Um, these are just all kind of <laughs> I, 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 dynamite I, wins, and you see what I mean. Cool, but they're not. It's, in, in AW land, nah. Bro, if I did my way, it would be Jay Lethal to beat him. I'll be real. If I had it my way, but, but if there are any former champions, I would say beat him. It has to be Adam Cole. I was going to say, yeah. but isn't that like a, a backwards move for Adam Cole? But why Adam Cole though? Because Ring Adam of- Cole is probably the greatest Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, that he's definitely like one of the higher profile yeah. ones. Yeah, especially if they want to start a streaming service and have yeah. someone that is recognizable there, then yeah. But I almost feel like that's the answer, but that's a backwards move for Adam Cole and his career. Somewhere. But you know what's mad? This is AW's fault for making it look like that. Because generally, as we look at Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor is a 20 year old company. Mm. Yeah. At one point, this was, regardless of whether it was a major company or minor company, this was one of the places to be. Whereas now, I'm a, I'd rather go and wrestle in your call than go and wrestle in Ring of Honor. Do you know what I mean? So this is this is Ring of Honor's fault. This is AW's fault. My thing is presentation is key. You're having Ring of Honor matches, but you have Audrey Edwards, Aubrey Edwards, whatever her fucking name is. She's one that's referring these matches. It doesn't even make this, the company seem like it's important. It's making it would... seem like they're just coming to wrestle because. Uh, we have nothing. We just want to fill the. We just want to fill the match card. It's ridiculous. No, I feel like um, what AEW. I mean, what Ring of Honor should go back to is like what Ring of Honor. The Ring of Honor had mad exports. You'd see, especially with New Japan guy, you'd see bad exports. You'd see just a lot of like if you deep some of the dream matches Ring of Honor has given us, bro. Bring that flavor to actual Ring of Honor. I feel like. I feel like I'm not as doom and gloom on, on Ring of Honor yet because I want to see what the TV... But I understand the criticisms. I'm but I'm a bit I'm more... Gloomed. Huh? I'm doom and I'm gloom. No, I know you are. I'm I know you are. <laughs> but I feel like... I feel like, This is what I wanted from the Jericho, from Ring of Honor in general, when T. Tony Khan bought it. I was like, cool. Using a guy like Jericho... Obviously, Ring of Honor is a big company, but like using a guy like Jericho to put... Um, a plaque put eyes on the Ring of Honor title so that when even let's say a new up and coming guy beats him or a former title beats him it means something do you know what I'm saying because once the belt whether it's booking whether it's so once the when the belt was on Claudio and um, Gresham Gresham I'm thinking who gives a damn and that's due yeah, to people gave, to be fair people did give a damn when Gresham had the belt because remember he was wrestling around the world he was Defending it like a world. The title. beginning, the beginning. Mainly, mainly most of it. 
Remember, I, he I was in say, the UK. I would say, but it's when he lost it, he didn't have the like, when he lost it because remember he was wrestling in GCW, he was wrestling mm. in Impact, he was wrestling it's in the true. UK. Because like, he won the game. belt at the end of last year at final battle, didn't he? Yeah, end of so, last year. And until then, yeah, until he, he lost was, it. He was taking so, it around the world. It's when Cloud is when he now got the my friend, you're dropping the belt, <laughs> and he decided to not come out his octopus jacket. <laughs> and Cloud had the belt. That's when it was like Mum was throwing temper tantrum and didn't come out in his attire. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, nah, yeah, first. like you said, Chris Jericho, whoever beats him, it's a massive rub. Yeah. Massive. It's just a matter of what will, next? We will, we will, we will, will we still look at this belt as what we see the belt is now? And the first step is that it's changing the design because this design fucking sucks. Oh, go back to the old design. This when did you, did, did, did 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 the design change? Your boy when Gresham. Gresham heritage because of because of because Bandido was um had COVID in it, so he couldn't wrestle, didn't defend the title. So then they said, you know, let's bring out let's bring back this old belt. So then he, um it was him versus Jay Lethal for the belt. He won it. And then obviously they've done the unification and obviously kept the old one. And then they've, they're they still doing this with the tag team. Don't get me started on this fucking move on a tag team belt. <laughs> Don't get me started on this triple A tag team. FTR need to lose those triple A tag team belts. I'm tired. Have they defended it? Yeah. I, I said the Mania was the other day. They didn't. They weren't even there. I'm sure they defended it against Kalisto and uh, what's it? Aerostar or whatever. Aerostar, yeah, yeah. And they, no, they've not even. Fun. <laughs> they should drop the, they should drop the ring of honor belts and drop the triple a belts and go to japan give us the bangers in japan um give the ring of honor belts to fucking wardrobe or something i don't know no, you don't want that bro you don't even care about ring of honor anymore i'm tired t has broken my heart so give the belt to wardrobe in fact give it to penelope ford and <laughs> penelope <laughs> give it to penelope and, or give it to best friends give it to someone <laughs> Let FTR yeah, go and cook in Japan. We're holding them back with these Ring of Honor belts. Maybe um, seriously, give the give the Ring of Honor belts to um, uh, what's their name? Gun Gun Club. They could be a, an all right little young tag team that I I, I, okay. I don't do your face because more time than not, you don't care about the Ring of Honor belts. So give it to people who don't give a shit about. No, I, 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 I care about, about bangers, isn't it? I care about I care about at least on. This is the battle bag booking. I don't want to see the gun. No, you're, you're right, but at the same time, like you have to, you have to. We, although they're never gonna admit it, Ring of Honor is basically gonna be AEW's NXT. They're gonna use it as a place to cultivate talent and then pick the very best to come and join AEW TV. So if they, I mean, obviously, my man's dad is is there in it, Billy Gunn. So they're gonna have to do something with these boys eventually, in it. And if I had if I to Billy Gunn. If I had it my way, <laughs> if I had it my way, if I had it my way, the Briscoes would have won the two out of three fools match. Fair enough. If I had it my way, the Briscoes the would have won the two or three, two out of three fools yeah, match. Yeah. Fair enough. But give yeah. Billy Gunn the television title. Give him the television title. Um, give, what's his name? I don't even know what's his name. Give that pizza man the pure title. <laughs> 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 they me. I'm tired. I'm tired of fighting this fight. <laughs> Tony Khan tricked us. Big up Jericho though, man. The Ocho. Yeah, he's doing his bit. He's doing his bit, man. But yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to raise the profile of everything else like we're saying. We'll have to see in it. They need to market it better. That's what it's coming down to. Wait, hold on. The women's champion, where is she? Um, What's her face again? Mercedes. Mercedes Martinez. She's been injured. No, 
No Pim, nothing. So it's okay. Hold on. Give that Nyla Rose, man. What the fuck? When was the pace? When Deanna Perazzo couldn't defend the the title, they came and done interim championship, which Mercedes won. So Mercedes has been inactive for so long now, and even they have presidents with Thunder Rosa. Where's the interim champion for ROH women's title? Willow was fucking right there. Why the fuck did this girl win the belt? Yeah, Willow yeah. was right there. That was the initial mistake. Like it should have been. She should have won the top belt. Willow should have beaten Mercedes Martinez in that final, especially because the fact that they're not really gonna book. You know, not that I want Willow to have a dead run, but they're clearly not that invested in it. So they could have just made Willow the the champion anyway, sort of thing. Simple. Well, yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, what's I gonna say? Um, Tony's Tony Storm. What do you not think of Tony Storm and Shida? It was a good, it was a good match. No, Tony, you see the Afida right we went on, yeah? It, needs, it was wrong. It was for Tony Storm. Do you know why? It was for I Tony Storm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think it was wrong. I think at the time it was correct. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Do you know, do you know, do you know, you see, also for Tony Storm, I saw a stat that shocked me. You know, Tony Storm ain't missed the episode of Dynamite since she's, since she's coming to the company. That's work, mate. That's, that's, that's impressive. Them. That's impressive. It's not, it's, it's not impressive because I'm not impressed. <laughs> 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 How can you? You're dinner. This one, you know, God, the women's division is is always put like trash. Don't get mm. me, don't get it twisted. Like I'm never I'm never deflecting the blame from TK. However, you have not impressed me. You've been every week in, week out. We've been playing. And you Favorite, if I say favorite Tony Storm match in AEW, I'm, I'm thinking about maybe the Thunder Rosa one at the pay per view. Was that Forbidden yeah. Door? Yeah. I think that's probably that's probably it. But if you're saying yeah, for the amount of TV time she's she's had, then I agree with you that she's not really like overperforming or really showing herself. I'd agree with you there um, and, for all that TV yeah. time. Yeah, she ain't got and, and she's been putting with good people. Mm. With good people. So what? Are you saying that she's performing averagely? That I, she's I, average? don't, I don't know because here's the thing. I know Tony Storm's good. Here's the thing. This is why I feel like I've been tricked because I was I, I saw this go in NXT. I saw the look around the stardom. Tony Storm is good. Mm. I'm not gonna say like the rosters come the AW's roster talent mass comparable to NXT, but there's but there's some gal there that can wrestle. You got the Sheeders, you got the Deebs, you got the Rehos, you've got Athena, you've got Britt Baker's decent, you've got a girl there that can do a little something. But the fact that I'm struggling to remember matches, was I tricked? Liz, you know, you see Tony Stormy, do you know what she's reminding me of at the moment? What? She's reminding me of Ice Spice when she raps. <laughs> like, you know, the talent is there, but you can see that she's not bothered. Like, she just, Ice Spice raps as if, like, you know, I'm just saying words because I can, and you're just gonna look at me because I'm sexy. That's yeah. why I'm looking at Tony Storm at the moment. Tony Storm knows that she's great and she knows she's good looking, but I'm just not seeing that dog in her that I've seen in her stardom run, in her NXT UK run, her NXT stuff. Okay. It's like I'm seeing little glimpses here and there, but for the most part, it's like I'm watching it and I'm thinking, I, I, I don't, I'm, I can do without this match. That's how I'm feeling. Okay, so that makes me think because generally there's this thing in sport where when you're wrestling someone, in this case, that your competitor's not of your level, you don't perform. Like, because that competitive edge ain't there. So is it maybe a thing that Tony Storm hasn't got enough equals? 
because you know if we're to rank the the women's division in terms of ability, we know Tony Storm is you know probably top three in of that current um, AEW women's crop, um, top three, top five. So yeah. maybe she's wrestling people that she's not getting the best out of, and she can't raise her level because it's just you know. And the chemistry is a real thing, isn't it? But I mean, for the most part, like we said, she's facing the likes of Deeb. She's facing the Sheedas. Like, these are people that are, for me personally, either on yeah. your level or Top maybe five. had, you know, they're, they're around your ranks. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Maybe, it's a, maybe it's a chemistry thing. Maybe she's just at a point where it's like, you know what, I'm trying to slow down a little bit. And then as time goes on, I'll kind of like speed up. Maybe she's just waiting for Thunder Rosa to come back so that way she can put in an absolute banger. But I mean, I don't, I don't even feel like Thunder Rosa's even five. I, I, I don't think Thunder Rosa's that good. JB Hayter's better than her. Yeah, 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 100%. I mean, maybe like you just said yeah. something, though. Maybe she's waiting for to be the actual women's champion as yeah. opposed to interim to really start, you know. Showing the bangers, yeah. I mean, I don't and, know. And even now, the women's stuff is that's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot of involvement with like the Jamie Hayers, the Britt Bakers, and you got the Soraya stuff. It's like there's nothing like where I can look at Tony Storm and be like, you know what, this title run is basically solely focused on you. There's a lot of different playing points where it's like, if she got, she's playing second fiddle right now. She's got overshadowed by, she got overshadowed by Riho today. Yeah, Riho's yeah. cold though. Yeah, yeah. She she's playing second fiddle and as as women's champion, you know, holding a belt, a singles title, like Soraya's in front of her, the Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, the crowd are crazy behind, like um, you know, Jade Cargill, of course, and then Tony Storm probably comes in there somewhere afterwards. Like, yeah, she's not being positioned the best, so. It's karma, best. anyways, because when she came in, that's how I felt about Thunder Rosa. I felt like I don't really care about Thunder Rosa because Tony Storm's here now. So it's payback. GBG. 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 I hear it. Wait, anything else happened at AEW? Um, the trios match. That was a good match. Good match. That was a good match. Do you think, do you think Pac, with this hammer thing and obviously Phoenix stopping him, is that going to play out into something, you reckon? I love, I love, 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 love Death Triangle. Mm. But at some point, you got to let that shit go. Oh, we got to let that shit go. I'm done with it already, if I'm completely Pac, honest. Like, Pac needs to go out and shine by himself. Mm. The All-Atlantic, I wasn't satisfied. It didn't fill me up. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the meal that I wanted because the, I think because the competitors weren't there really. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, give it to Orange Cassidy. Let's just get the bangers. I'm happy with that. But I'm ready for Pack to. I don't know when because at this point it seems like when it comes to the world title, it's very formulaic on who has it and who the opponents will be. It's very much thought out in it. Mm-hmm. But when we now get to the point where Pack is challenging for the world title, I'll be very much awake. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of Death Triangle. Every eye will open, every ear will hear, bro. When Pac, when Pac is in that picture, it's dangerous sight. Nah, mm. I, I, I'm also waiting for a Penta singles run. Um, Penta on the singles run. I think all uh, of them. Yeah, all of them, yeah. All, in, all of them. But for me, like, character-wise, I think, I think Phoenix, is, Phoenix will be good because he's Phoenix, in it. But I feel like out of the three, if I was to pick one that will kind of struggle, it would be Phoenix. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, but Phoenix will still be good, but yeah. Wait, wait, wait. 
But why would you say Phoenix will struggle? How comes? In terms of what? In terms of character. For, for me, character. Oh, okay. Character. Is it because is it he's only been seen as like a, a baby face? No, I just think Penta's way more interested. As like, don't you know, if I was to, if we were to say, ah, oh, we're going to a random house show, who do I want to watch wrestle Penta or Phoenix? I'll probably watch Phoenix wrestle. Phoenix, so if, yeah. if, if, if I want to like see a storyline unfold or see this character week to week, Penta's a ridiculous character. Like, yeah, as a character, he's ridiculous. It makes sense why you said that, because even if you look back in Lucha Underground as well, Penta had the great character. Yeah. Yeah. The story arc was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Angles, you know? The story arc was amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm intrigued to see what happens when, you know, Death Triangle decides to implode. Um, yeah, yeah them a- feuding against each other will be, will be good for would be a good starting point and then branch off yeah. from there. I don't think I even want to see that. I just want them to branch off, just slowly drift mm. drift off, you know, without having to beef each other. Pack has to be one of them, at least. No. Yeah. You have to be one of them, at least. Yeah. We'll have to see it. Pack that will show up to press runs. Everybody else will be in suit, so he'll be in his pants. pants. <laughs> 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 Ready for the war. <laughs> Ready to <laughs> fight, fam. Ready to fight. Proper English is. Trust me, fam. Quickly head on to um, WWE quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think... What, what, what was the main thing? JBL? JBL, Baron Corbin? Bobby Lashley. Lashley, Lesnar. Yeah, that's that's confirmed. They better do us right by that. I don't know. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Bro, after that last one. I'm all right, cuz. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm not You can't do But you it's can it's be smashing me once. I won't let you trip me twice. I'm not allowing you. Smashing me once. I won't let you trip me twice. This is the Paul Levesque era. I have, I have faith in this feud. After what happened on Monday, Lashley looked strong. After he just battered Lesnar, they were all cheering for Lashley, bro. No. You see that Royal Rumble vignette? I'm so sorry. That Royal... I'm annoyed. Because, bro, I watched it with you, but I was... I, you man saw me at Hot... You man saw me at Hot Top Wrestling. I wasn't really g- g- giving a damn about the pay-per-view. That vignette, I woke up. I said, wow. Lashley versus Lesnar. It's time. Well, If I'm wrong, whatever. We were tricked. Let's be real. The, we I remember the best thing about that match was Roman dashing the WWE champion. Bro, that was my crazy moment of the year. For me, I think that's one of my favourite moments of the year. Like, if we were to do like a wrestling award, I would smoke what our favourite moment. For me, in terms of like, bro, the nonchalancy in him throwing that belt is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I can't even describe it. <laughs> His that was the best thing was crazy. When and the fact that Roman, Brock, um, Bobby won and MVP was celebrating as if he had done something. My nigga, he, 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 he don't don't see. He's a joke, man. I don't know, sit down, my friend. What the fuck? You're dead, bro. Your arms are celebrating. Oh, I'm sweating. I worked hard. My nigga, you got pummeled. You but, got but, but Bobby, was a, Bobby was a heel then, wasn't he? Yeah. So I guess that's why the celebration in it. But low like, key, I'm invested. I can't. Lie. You know, you know what? Bobby dealt with Brock this week. I'm that's low fine. Key and because it's Crown Jewel, I can't lie. Crown Jewel hasn't missed for for a year or two. It's not. Yeah. So I I have faith that this so, is. So, so, so you think Bobby's going over again? 
I don't know. That's what you think. You know I, 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 I don't think Bobby will necessarily go over, but I what? think um, the match, the match yeah. will at least, it should be better than what we got. I don't 100%. see Brock with the US title win. I don't want it. It's I'm not for the US title. title. It's just a single title. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a single oh, match. No, no, the way they're presenting Lashley now, he's strong. You know, he's he's not a punk, you know. He was getting... never a punk, though. No, he, he was never a punk, though. He was always strong. He was always strong. That's the problem. Bro, in the last feud, he was getting flung. Bro, they were swinging him. They was tearing his singlet. Bro, <laughs> they were tearing it. Now, bro, this time, Bobby's a threat. Bobby's a threat. Bro, back then, where he couldn't defend his title because of a headache. Bro, it's not happening this time. Yeah, that, that was nonsense. That was nonsense. Bro, Bobby is a threat. Man speared Lesnar through the barricade, dashed him across the table. Bro, come Man, on. Listen, this is I, 06. I better be wrong. Like I, said, I want to be wrong with it. Because if I'm not wrong. This is the last year. This is infinity out of 06 last year. I don't understand it. He was food. He was low-key food. Bro. He was struggling to beat Finley. Come on, man. No, 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 no. He, he was powerful. <laughs> no, no. This guy's gassed up the Master Lock segment, fam. Yeah, Master Lock segments. <laughs> no, no, listen, I want to be wrong in it because if I'm not wrong, the, the, uh, the, this was members of the podcast's dream match, innit? So it better deliver at some point because what the hell? What kind of dream match is this, fam? This is Nightmare on Elm Street, fam. Like I'm giving it a second chance because yeah, it's it's Triple H's error. Um, at the same time, I'm thinking, does will will Brock pull it out for Bobby? Like, will they actually work together to put on a genuinely good match? Um, I mean, to be like, fair, like, like Dell said, now, yeah, yeah, like Dell said, generally Crown Jewel has has been good in recent times, and he is a lot more generous, and he is doing a lot more character related stuff and selling for other people um, so ideally yeah this match is is going to be the match we should have got in the first place there's no belts attached either so we don't need to get a Roman getting it you know interfering there's no one else has to be invested in this basically it's just these two men warring each other um, which is basically what it, what it should have always been a championship at Wrestlemania would have been ideal but again you never know if you're going to get a clean finish but there is no reason for us not to get some type of good dominant match between these guys and a somewhat at least clean finish that says all right this guy undoubtedly beat the other guy so we need a press conference yeah we need like UFC they need to run a UFC style 100 so what was the press conference oh sorry Logan Paul Roman my bad yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. well Lashley yeah. and Lesnar too yeah we need that press conference we need a media squad them man no but it, but it needs to be yeah. a brawl though you need Daniel Corbier versus John Jones fam them man come up and then they, they tear up the set and Scottie them man are brawling into the background that would be good obviously we got to like maybe what two weeks or so three weeks till Crown Jewel so if they if they done like maybe like a contract signing because they really penned the, the match in it so a contract signing to, to pen the match or whatever the case is and then you had like maybe Brock gets his heat back in the press conference gets the upper hand on Bobby Lashley or something like that do you know WWE should do more they, they've done it like two times I think of obviously Rollins and Riddle and then Samoa Joe and Brock you know when they do those interviews um, those like segments where it's backstage, somebody's somebody's mapped up in one room, other person's mapped up. Bring that back for Brock and for for Brock and Lashley. 
Yeah. You know, like when combat fighters do like the face to face, where it's like they're in a dark room. Yeah, they probably have like Wade Barrett yeah. in the middle. They have Bobby Lashley here. Yeah, that's here. a shout. That's a shout. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. Production would be sick for him. I think. Yeah, man. Because these are two fighters at the end of the day. Like, yeah. really and truly, outside of them facing before, there's no real story as to why Bobby um, Brock came back to to beat up Bobby Lashley's team. <laughs> just picked on so, him. Just picked on him for no reason <laughs> and cost him the belt. So it will be it will be a sick to see, man. Like, like is it? Is it fair to give us give it another chance? I think it is. Will we, could we be disappointed? There is a chance, but like for the most part, for what I saw on Monday night, I, I'm invested because Bobby at least looked like a threat. Do you know what I mean? If it was a thing where he's just come in to do Bobby who, Bobby who, <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe because obviously maybe because I'm not watching Raw them times, I I didn't foresee Bobby um getting pummeled. I didn't see with the Bobby Who, Bobby Who, until recently when I was looking for a GIF for the Arch Wrestling today. No, but the problem is, people were gassed. No, that's the thing. People were still gassed during that time. And I was like, cool. The only thing that got me properly was the vignette. I think it's the vignette that got the gassed. Vignette. The yeah. vignette was the one that when I said, you know what? Where this is money. It's, it's, it's the comparisons. It's, it's the way they were saying this guy started his career here as an amateur wrestler. So did this guy. This guy went At off least. into, you know, the, the army and then this guy done this. And the way they just drew all the comparisons, championship wins, both in WWE champion together. But then after that match, you just clearly <laughs> saw night and day, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar are in a completely different tier. To Bobby. where they see Bobby Lashley, who was probably third in the company at the time, but he's just nowhere near them. Like nowhere near. I don't know what Bobby Lashley that was. That wasn't Lashley. That was Schmader, fam. That was that was not the correct. That was not the Bobby. I wanted to say that was Schmader. Bobby Lashley or Bobby Lickens. Now we have Bobby Lashley. You're fucking crazy. Now we have Bobby Lashley. No, yeah, crazy, man. Man. Yes. yeah, we do. We deserve this. We deserve this, and yeah, I don't mind Crown Jewel being the kind of offshore place where we get uh, a good match between these lot. Yeah, um, facts. But yeah, it should be should be good. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Mm. How do, how does everyone feel about damage control? <sighs> like, I, I'm I, I it's not working. You know what it is. It's one of these things where, for me, first and foremost, if you're a faction, you're a tag team, aesthetically, you need to look alike. You need to, like, that's it. Something needs to mesh. There's and no they, mesh. they're just three different people. Like, it's, it's you know, Il Shirai, obviously, is speaking very little English in, in the promos and stuff like that. So she doesn't even really feel really included. Dakota Kai is like, right now, her act just seems to be probably more like mid-card women's division or something like Bailey is 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 obviously Bailey in it she's very good at what she does and she's still getting back into the swing of things herself they're being featured prominently they're the women's tag team champions so you can't necessarily complain but I feel I feel like more right now rather than kind of we've seen judgment day has been an organic getting over with the crowd with the fans and everything like that these lot are just being they're just given everything they're just on tv a lot given everything given all the positions but i don't really know well i doubt that they're really actually getting over or like at all they're just being featured a lot if that makes sense yeah yeah i'm I'm not i'm yeah i mean i was with it i was with it like I was on board when it first happened, when I saw them all together, I was like, you know, but as time was getting on, I was just starting to feel like, I just don't feel like Ayo and um, Dakota Kai, they don't have chemistry together. 
I just mm. don't feel like they mesh well as a tag team. And then I saw their finisher, and I said, "Good God, this is <laughs> yeah, we're, we're starving. We're actually struggling." What's their what finisher? Was... It's like, so think of um, Aussie Open's finisher. Yeah. Or rather than like twist it and slam down, it's like they go backwards. So it's like a, it's shit, man. It's not a finisher. It's something you do just as a transition move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more yeah. invested in that part of the products. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I want them to do well. I'm hopefully as time goes on, like Mech said, organically things start to kind of mesh well together. But um, for now, I'm yeah. I just kind of shut off. And it seems like too many things are happening at once. They've got the they've got the stuff that they're doing with um, Bianca Belair, and obviously um, Candice LeRae is kind of involved now. It's like there's just so much happening. I'm just I don't know. I think a better option would have been maybe putting Candice LeRae in damage control um, as opposed to Io Shirai and then bringing up Io Shirai as her own entity. Um, I think because at least between Bailey, Candice and um, and Dakota Kai, they at least all colour their hair or something. There's, there's some kind of aesthetic tie they could have done there. But um, Bro, even, what's it called? Candice LeRae and Indy, Hart- Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Yeah, that they've obviously dropped the ball Easy. that one sort of thing. And Indy Hartwell's doing nothing in NXT. Bro, like, not absolutely shit. nothing. She's there in the so, background. Watching yeah. Watching <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's, it, Triple H obviously just wanted to get Dakota Kai back into the company. Io Shirai mm-hmm. had been doing a lot of nothing in NXT. <clears throat> he wanted to do something with them. But um, I think we can see now like that this isn't necessarily the answer. I don't right. think that was a long-term plan with them. It was just exciting to have them all come back at once, but... Yeah. Now you can see it's not really... The novelty really is worn off. Yeah. And I think if, if Bailey especially doesn't become women's champion within this run, then it's like, to me, the faction hasn't worked. Yeah. Because they just like, maybe Bailey's then just mentoring these two. But... Yeah, Bailey needs to almost become women's champion to then say, right, the faction have all the gold. This is a dominant faction and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's just something for the women's, you know, the women's side of thing, which I guess they always just struggle to book in general anyway. They're in they're in a dangerous position with it because Sasha or Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks just needs to return and you'll forget about damage control. It'll be overshadowed. I, you know what? Look, quickly. I saw Sasha Banks is attending. I, I can't even remember what it was now. I just it popped up on my feed. Sasha Banks is will be at this, this, and the other, or whatever. I'm, I was just thinking to myself, Sasha Banks is is popping up everywhere apart from where she actually works. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think Sasha Banks is actually coming back to WWE? Like at not all? for a while. I can't. Know. It's going to be a minute. It's going to be like a good minute. It's going to be like yeah, next she's gonna year. Be like marinate for time. Next year, you reckon or? Maybe, yeah, maybe next year. I say June, around June next year. She's gonna, she's she's coming back though. Like she's coming back. Like there's where else she's gonna go? I mean, the 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 the, what the internet is saying. Obviously, Survivor Series this year is in Boston. What is that? That, that seems very. <laughs> say, what is that? That's a hometown. That's her hometown. So it could be. It could be that she. You think there's a spot men. for her? Do you think there's a play? Obviously, there's always a spot for Sasha. But what I mean is that. So there's is there games. a vacancy that she can fill right now? War games. Yeah. Sasha's not home. She can walk into war games. Sasha's not home, bro. I mean, where where is she? Where is she? Where is she then? Anywhere but where WWE is right now. <laughs> She's not home. 
I don't know. I, I I don't right right now. I just feel like she's enjoying life. Even Naomi. Even yeah, Naomi. yeah. The the paradigm. I just I don't know. I can't see like where they're gonna come back. I can't plot it out. Like I, I feel they will, but it's just where at this point. I love Naomi to death. Yeah, and obviously under Triple H, the, I don't know who knows in it, but do you see things really changing for her if she was to come back? Like in terms of positioning, in terms of like her being fit, like. It's the thing Triple H is going to save everyone Yeah he can't save everyone And I don't think Naomi yeah Was the first FCW women's champion Yeah But I don't know Del maybe you know I don't think Triple H was in charge When 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 she was in FCW, not, that not that, I, not that I remember. Yeah, I don't think Triple H was in charge that far back because I think he took over when, when it was NXT. Um, like Naomi is obviously good. Like I always say it. Like for someone that's been in WWE for so long, like how she's only had these two little title reigns is it just throughout all of these eras when Divas was here doing nonsense and and stuff like you could have never made Naomi champion then at least like it doesn't make sense to me like so I know the field of play has changed a bit but I think Naomi could at least come back and serve a role as like a credible challenger for whoever the champions are if they don't want to kind of commit to Naomi. But at the same time, you know, Naomi and Sasha Banks have went out to the world now and, and almost changed their fortune gained a lot of mainstream success and eyes on them and the, especially because of the way WWE do business you'd almost say it's kind of silly if you don't put the belts on these guys to then have these blogs and all these other places saying oh that woman that was at fashion week look she's the WWE champion or something like that like mm. it can work in that way as well so I mean the first the first thing is when are they gonna return in it but like uh, yeah I don't I don't think like like you're saying NK that Naomi will become like you know some 13 times Charlotte Flair over the next year or whatever the case is but um, yeah I think they're going to be in prominent positions because of their profile has has raised you know I'm not going to lie yeah I think Naomi she's a great talent and I loved it when she became women's champion and it was unfortunate that she had to relinquish it because she got injured but I feel as though she wouldn't be able to get to Sasha's level simply because of the time she's coming to WWE she, if she came in like around Sasha's time, I think her story will be completely different and that she will be getting that Charlotte um, and Sasha Banks kind of treatment. So maybe, so maybe she's tainted by starting at a time when women's wrestling was, yeah, yeah basically uh, next to nothing in WWE. That's what I'm basically saying. Mm, that it's, makes sense. It's the same, it's the same as, um, who's that? N- Natalia. Yeah, yeah. Same as her. If she came during NXT time when Triple H is in charge, it'll be a different story, you know. But I, I look at I look at Natalia as someone that's way more revered than Naomi is. Like I feel like Naomi should be looked at the way people look at Naomi, um, Natalia, where hundred oh, percent she should be winning titles here and there. She should be, you know, having prominent title shots when she can. Like she should be able to go up and down the card and not not look at. You look at it as like, oh yeah, she's underrated. Like, that's yeah. Because Naomi, for the most part, and commentators always say it, pound for pound is one of the best athletes in WWE period. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she's not treated like that, and then it took for Beyonce to tweet about, oh yeah, this is my daughter's favorite wrestler, for people to even for them to still not even, you know, go heavy on her and shoot her to the moon. Yeah. Oh, it's a serious problem, man. 
No, it's yeah. true. Jericho's problem. So, but it's for like, Naomi, I don't know. What like, can she do? She's done everything. Probably has to do OnlyFans at this point. That's probably the only way people take her seriously. Oh, no, no, no. That's, probably the, that's probably the only way people. That's probably the only way they'll take her seriously if she does OnlyFans. It's Any crazy. other wrestler, but that that you know one I mean? there is a gem. We, we don't play around. No, of course not. You know I mean? but, <laughs> it just goes to show that, bro. Like really and truly, with the talent that Naomi has, with the the tenure that she's had, she should be up and down the card, and she should at least be at least a five time. Woman champion. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Has, has had more championship reigns than she's had. Yeah, because yeah, moving to be deep, yeah, obviously, I understand the appeal of this person. I don't mean to like. She gets a lot of like criticism online, but like someone like an Alexa Bliss here. Yeah. Alexa Bliss, like when you look back at her career, she's had a good career. You're gonna look bro, back at her favorite, fame, but it's like, all the fame. yeah, but it's like raw, like couldn't like Naomi should be looked at. It might be Naomi's a black, better athlete, better talent. Naomi should have been afforded the same or similar opportunities to someone like an Alexa Bliss to where Alexa Bliss isn't like on the horsewoman level or even on a Bianca Belair level, but she's on a level where it's like, nah, this is a name in the division that we will remember for like years to come. And we'll remember Naomi because of the talent, but in terms of like history books or notable runs, it's going to be hard because of the way they've positioned her and booked her. If, if I'm correct... With just on the Alexa Bliss example, she got called up, and within about two years, two and a half years maximum, yeah, she was a five-time women's champion, like three times on SmackDown, two times on Raw, or something like that. Like that's absolutely ridiculous. Like to, to have that many title reigns in that time is ridiculous in itself. It's but crazy. for someone, and not to dig at her but someone of Alexa Bliss is who is a, is a good character is a very good character but I just don't feel like this is what I mean when we're talking about someone like Naomi that after about 10 years of service it's only in about the ninth 10 year where she um, won the, the Smackdown Women's Championship for the first time yeah Alexa Bliss is like Sheamus and Naomi is like fucking Kofi Kingston yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Bro, it's crazy like for Alexa Bliss to come into the main roster so quick, remember her her tenure in um, NXT wasn't even that long. She, and had she didn't do much. She, she wasn't wrestling bear. She was a she valet, had, isn't it? Yeah, she had the cheerleader gimmick, and then yeah. she um, ended up being with um, Blake and Murphy, mm-hmm. and then ended up going straight to the main roster. And within a year, she probably won the title. Similar yeah. to Sheamus, Sheamus is on um, on the main roster of ECW Raw, maybe nine months. Beat John Cena. Okay. <laughs> beat John Cena do you know what I mean and Madness. granted what people say people can say what they want to say about Naomi whether they feel she's had bangers or whatever but in terms of the talent she's displayed and the tenure that she's had compared to a lot of the wrestlers that have come in she should have been treated way better than a lot of she should have been treated way better and even if it's at least a full time title reign yeah I would have been yeah. satisfied with that yeah, that's where she should be. Definitely, that's what the TV should say at this at this time. But we can only wait and see if you know her and Sasha do return. If this whole period of them being outside has raised their profile somewhat, and it's like, yeah, okay, let's do something. And, and surely, if they're going to return, there's probably going to be like, right, this is what we need out of this run, sort of thing. Otherwise, yeah, we're not doing it. This is the thing, Sasha. They return, there needs to be a long-term plan with them. Don't just say, yeah, you're back. You know, we're going to do this for you. What is the goal? There has I, to be I goal. definitely don't think so. I mean, Sasha knows that these lot in charge now care more about women's wrestling than obviously the previous regime. But like, 
I 100% think Sasha does not return if there isn't a long-term plan. Yeah, Sasha will be fine. Like Sasha, listen, that's Triple H's. That's that's the yeah. golden child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As H, Sasha will be fine. It's because I feel like what what will most likely happen because Sasha Naomi left because of the tag titles. They're gonna come back and like give them the proper reign that they deserved, in it. But it's once that goes away, what does Naomi do? Because Sasha, Sasha, even under Vince, Sasha was Sasha. Now you got Triple H, who's who's our like, who's their father. Like she's gonna be clear, she's gonna be fine. It's Naomi where I'm gonna be look well what people are gonna be looking at with a with a fire now saying, okay, where where do we go from here? Re- realistically, what I would say is you split them following that, and then maybe Naomi just becomes like we say the, the challenger. I can't really see them doing much in terms of making her a champion, unfortunately. But at least a realistic position would be, yeah, she's a credible challenger to whoever's um, champion and all that kind of stuff. And then I think Sasha deserves a monster run, like the the run the type of run where we saw her in NXT where she was the boss and she was just moving mad like no one could chat to her like all now like, Sasha hasn't had that run in WWE no matter how many I think she's what maybe a five seven time women's champion or something like that she still hasn't had that one dominant run where she just scattered the entire division like we all know that she can and I think she at least deserves something like that I hear that I agree with you. You don't want to bust ask rest things? Yeah, let's quickly do ask rest things. Um can get up. Well, whilst yeah. I look for it, ask rest things where we get you the people to ask us rest things some questions. Um one sec. <coughs> First questions from our guy Blacksmith Apparel, big up every single tire, bro. He asks. Mm. Where would EC3 be now if he had stuck with the top 1% gimmick instead of watching Fight Club too many times? <laughs> I no. don't know. No, not, not far. Because um, even in NXT, bro, like, they it never... Yeah, he yeah. was through that. that, that that's yeah, one of like, the few fumbles of black and gold. EC3 was through... At, at the time he came point. in... <laughs> I said, boy, boy. At the time he came in, yeah, the show was just super stacked, man. It, like, yeah. although he's a very good character, like, bruv, Adam Cole and them man were just running riot. Like, there's too many yeah. men there in that exact same space that he occupies. And he just didn't, he, he drowned in it. And what he is, is isn't what NXT was looking for at that time. Like, mm. oh, did I care about his in-ring stuff? Nah, I didn't really care. No. But in terms of his promo stuff, he was one to watch, but... You're on NXT. Nobody cares for promos. We're, we're here for bangers after bangers after bangers. It's banger by this year, isn't it? So, EC, you reckon EC3, when he came into NXT, he probably should have just went straight to main roster with his character? Yeah, I think so. But uh, the thing is, I don't know how they would have slot him in, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't, the problem is, you're right, in terms of main roster is more for him, but then even then, I don't know what I don't know what would have happened for him. I, 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 I don't think it would have been good for him either there. The, the funny part is when he got to me in Rasta, if you lot remember, his gimmick was that he he, did, he never spoke. He didn't, like, he couldn't speak or whatever the case was. I, d- I didn't understand that. You took away a man's number one gift. Like, and, this, and, and this is the gift that WWE values the most. In terms yeah. of presentation, that's what, at the time, it wasn't about the wrestling, it was about how can you market yourself, kid? How can you sell yourself? This, Ethan Carter, the fan, was amazing at that. 
the only the only thing he done of note was he, he beat um Dean Ambrose, in it. He beat him on his way out, sort of thing, like yeah. Yeah, it's over for EC3. I don't give a shit about him. Even his control your narrative man them left to come back to WWE. Who left, man? They shagged him. Who's left? In 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 control your narrative. Yeah. Trust EC3 and the jobbers that he hires. Right back. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing for Rab Black unblocks me again. <laughs> um, next question is from our guy, Groovy Jimmy. Um, he asks, What's the best match of Roman's championship run? Ooh, Roman and Brock. The SummerSlam one. Yeah. 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 You think? I, think, I think that's it. Yeah. I, I liked his match at, um, was it I like last Cena. year? The Cena match was good. A proper light Cena. The Kevin Owens match. Was that, that the one that was, where is it? Was the it not? Rumble, 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 Rumble. Last one standing. Last one standing. It was cold until the finish, man. Until the, yeah. Kevin Owens should have been, I'm still angry that Kevin Owens is not running up his mouth that he should be champion. The triple threat match last year at WrestleMania? Danielson and Edge. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good match. Next question from my guy, Jimmy. Um, what controversial booking decision did you agree with? Could be from any company or era. Um, the Montreal screw job. You agree with it? 100%. Oh, ladies fuming. I know ladies. <laughs> 100%. I know Kinetic is fuming. Why, like, why just, on the, just on the basis of I'm the booker here and this is how I want to do stuff. And you want to say, oh, no, nah, let's do it this way. And then I'll drop the belt over there on this day. It gives me no guarantee. And ultimately, yeah, I'm in charge here. I write how this show happens. So if you don't want to play ball and I can't trust you to play ball, my guy, I'm, I'm calling Triple H and I'm calling Shawn Michaels and this is what we're doing. So, yeah. I hear it. What about you guys? I don't even know. I'm, I'm controversial. I don't even know. Um... I think foresight for me now is that Triple H beating Booker T was the correct decision. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That was is it was a perfect decision. Perfect, absolutely amazing decision. In fact, I'm gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. Twelve year old me, hundred percent believed that was the correct decision as well. But and since now? then, I've watched it back and I've watched like obviously the whole promos, the weeks that led up to that. And even oh, the one after. How, how did they do this? Like, how did they I get away with this? I got one. I got one. <laughs> Lesnar beating Taker at WrestleMania. You agree with it? I agree with it as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm still on the fence if, you know, I mean, it, it did take Lesnar to another level. But where I think Undertaker said in the past that that should have ideally been Roman, like, I mean, it would have obviously ex- made the Roman experiment at the time actually probably work as opposed to how it did go for five years before we now have the tribal chief. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I like, I don't mind Brock Lesnar winning, but I'm, I do think like Undertaker saying it, like Brock was a made man, it probably should have been someone else. It should have been a lot of other people. It should have been Orton, it should have been Edge. I mean, not Edge, it should have been... Batista should have been CM Punk. It should have been none of those guys. None of them, man. None what? of them. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry. You know, don't think it should have been Punk? Not Punk? I love, I love Punk to death. His so, match in the match. streak went, went, yeah. went exactly the way it should have. Philip Brooks. 
No, no, no. And, and this ain't even elite tax. This is like, no. Why? Nah, he don't need it. No, but then this is the this the argument. Did Brooks need it? The run he was having that time, something like that. No, what Philip Brooks needed was to make the event WrestleMania. Not that, bro. Not is that. He, not the is, streak. Is either main event WrestleMania or give the guy the streak. And main event WrestleMania easily, easily. You're not giving CM Punk the streak, bro. Are you mad? <laughs> like, look, 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 look what he's doing now. You think the person that um, defeats the, uh, that defeats the streak is now inciting people to bite? <laughs> what, bite he know, he didn't know he was going to be doing this. Bite niggas. Uh, <laughs> uh, personally, I think Brock was the perfect person to beat it. If, if there's anyone I, I, to yeah. destroy Undertaker, it has to be Brock Lesnar. I don't know in it. Like I'm always com- I, I, I'm conflicted in it because I would have wanted it to. It didn't make Brock unstoppable, but I'm always conflicted about the streak. I don't, ha- I don't have a concrete answer of who. Mm. But I don't know. I just felt like maybe someone knew in it. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's what that's what Undertaker was saying. Yeah. It should have been like, and I don't he, know, he know. knows backstage. Like he knew Roman was because at the end of the day, point. so he was thinking, why wasn't it Roman? Like the only reason why Brock wasn't unbeatable is because Cena beat him on his return, and then Triple H beat him on his return. So it's mm. like, bro, you shanked the guy from. We should have been flogging these bad time ago. Yeah. That's why Brock needs to reheated. I don't really I don't know if I have a controversial decision. Um oh main event mafia are uh 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 um yeah, just main event mafia was excellent. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's main event mafia. That's not booking that's not booking decision. That's I don't care, fam. I don't care. Um what was a good booking decision? I don't even know. I'm trying to figure out something in TNA that was good. Um that was controversial. I don't even know. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. All right, cool. Next question from my guy, Mr. Frimpong. Big up, bro. He asked, should Dominic retire Rey Mysterio? If not, who do you think should do it? No one. Let Rey Mysterio just ride off into the sunset. If Rey Mysterio disappeared from programming right now, I wouldn't notice. (laughs) If WWE likes luchas, um, 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 do an upcoming lucha guy. Why not? Pass the, the torch shit, but you know, no, I blame Mexicans from. They don't like them over there. Still. If if they if they got an Andrade back, yeah, him and Andrade you know could have a good kind of yeah. yeah retirement match or something like that. If Alberto Del Rio wasn't a weirdo, maybe. <laughs> I like that guy as well. The rest of them. Oh, cool. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think. I mean, with Dominic, I'd rather him do something like a, a, a hair versus mask match, and he he takes his dad's mask rather than retire his dad, yeah. sort of thing. Something that's disrespectful that will make him kind of yeah be cook even more, sort of thing amongst the fans. I'm yeah. starting to like Dominic a lot, a lot you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely turned the corner. He, he's building his own character, which is good. Yeah, it's overdue. If I had it my way, I'd bring, I'd let WB bring in Ultimate Dragon for them to have one more match, and then. Just is he is he still wrestling? Yeah, he had the match in Noah like a few Never months ago. Retiring, mad. This guy was moving fast. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, you're like forty, something fifty, bro. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um, next, another question from my guy, Mister Frimpong. Um, is there anyone else you'd like to see Triple H bring back, or is it enough now? For me, it's enough. I don't even see that. No, no, I'm taking off. No, there's people. They're opening. Bear, man, you're going to see Hella Return. You're going to see Malachi Black. No. Coming back. 
Andrade is coming. Andrade is coming back. Hundred. All listen. The flood. Bobby Fish is coming. I don't know. If, I don't know. But Bobby Fish is coming back. The floodgates are opening. Damn. Okay. Listen. 2023, mark my words. Okay. Every pay-per-view, you're going to see a debut. Okay. Watch. think it's a joke. You're going to see... You're going to come... Wow. It's, they don't, do you think, Mr... Think about it. That's Triple H's formula. Obviously, you have to do with takeovers. But that's Triple H's formula. Debut after debut after... De- you're going to see it. Return after return. You're going to see it. Okay, that sounds that sounds exciting. What then we'll be having the same conversations that we've had in the past. The roster's two stats. It's good. It's a, it's good. It's good to ebb and flow. That's what it's going to be. The roster's going to be two stats. There's going to be the WWE will have guys that are just too good that they're not going to know what to do with them again. They'll back themselves into a corner. And then we'll be complaining, saying, "Ah, oh, WWE's not using this guy, or this guy should be world champion." That's wrestling. There's, and there's that's, that's wrestling at let, this let, point. Let them make do with the toys that they have now and then slowly, one by one, bring people back, maybe every six months. It's, it, you know that's what happening because you know here contract tampering. <laughs> it's happening. It's gonna happen. We don't we whether we like it or not. Triple H has already yeah, put the whether it's, we like it or not, are we not the same people complaining that people are in AEW that we thought would be cooking and they haven't even touched? They're not TV. cooking. Yeah, they're yeah. wrestling. They've been wrestling in Lagbaja, but <laughs> for how long? So, so when, when Uncle Triple H comes, he's the savior. Baba. Uncle Triple H comes for these shots. Baba H. Baba H. It's what we need in wrestling right now. We need for people to be jumping between company to company. We need people to jump to AEW when they realize it's not green here. And Triple H, like, my son, come back. Daddy's home. <laughs> yeah, they now come to... Look at Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross got released. Yeah. He was, he was doing whatever he was doing in the indies. Now he's 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 mainstay on television. So it's good for business. It's good for the wrestlers. And it's good for, it's good for us as fans. You get yeah. to be excited about both programs, isn't it? Yeah, as long as they're managed, they're managed well. I think the only thing I I would really want to see, um, and obviously this is probably years down the line, is undisputed error as undisputed error on the main roster. Mm. I think there's potential. We probably could see that at some point. Like I said, what's Roderick? What's Roderick doing? He's been written off TV because really he's um, got injured. He got beaten up, got taken out backstage, so he's off TV for for a minute. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the member I care about the most right now. Like, yeah, I want to see what Triple H because I don't, I don't think um, once he once he's clear, I think he's going straight main roster. There's nothing to the next season. Yeah, and and they've kind of disbanded Diamond Mine, which was his faction. Like the the man that I left over having a match at NXT Havoc um, Halloween. That's a good match. I can't lie. I yeah, it's gonna be cold. Julius is cold. Julius, oh, bro. Bro, even Cable Stevenson's brother. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name, yeah. They, Damon bro. Kemp. Damon Kemp, bro, yeah. he is good, and yeah. even that, even the face to face that they've done on TV this week, yeah, bro, he can speak. And now it's got me thinking, my nigga Gable Stevenson, I think he tricked us, bro. Yeah, they, they said he's not good enough. You're just a fine boy. That's it. <laughs> he was that's it. Fine boy, Wait, Gable. Yeah, they, apparently all the stuff that's come out so far said that Gable Stevenson just hasn't made the progress that they thought he would make. Hence why we just haven't seen him. And they're trying to put him on TV every now and again. Like I think at Mania and stuff, like he was yeah. on TV and stuff. It's like just to remind the fans that this guy's here. But like he, he hasn't 
they expected him to debut by now. But even his brother that they didn't make any noise about has surpassed him in terms of getting onto TV already. Like, they wanted, they wanted to, listen, they thought, listen, because the, the wrestler formula has worked well for them, but not everybody's got to hit, you know? Yeah, yeah. The wrestler, listen, not, not every uh, not every NAA college wrestler, not every Olympian's going to hit. You're not going to get cut angle every time. More, yeah. than, more than anything, that's probably what they thought. They probably thought they got yeah. a... Uh, a good-looking kid here that you know he's an Olympic champion, and that we can take the the limelight and bring him over to WWE and stuff. And it's his brother right now that's cooking, and he went him. to the same school as Brock. Yeah, all that Brock story was Brock there as well. Time, do you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, I mean, like you said, not everyone would have that found. But when you've got a wrestling background, you've got the foundation of what makes a lot of these wrestlers great. We've seen it in the the Jeff Cobbs. The, the Chad Gables, the Shelton Benjamins, the Charlie Haas, like people with legitimate wrestling background that have been able to transition well. So for you to be an Olympian, gold medalist at mm. that, and you've been signed by WWE even before the Olympics even happened, that like you won the gold medal, really and truly, it should be a thing of like, bro, Brock Lesnar's your fucking mentor, man. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's your mentor. Instead, you're coming to WWE to be working Balenciaga. You're not Dominic, man. <laughs> There's only one tripper in WWE, and that's Dominic Mysterio. He's the only one that's allowed that one. He, yeah, he they said, chance, so you blew it, my nigga. They, they said they they um they built a ring for him and everything where where he is. He's not even in the performance center where he's where he was still preparing for the Olympics and oh. um the other stuff he does at uni, the college wrestling. They built a ring for him and all the gym equipment. They gave him all of that there, and they were coaching him there, like. But it's just not come together by the sounds of it. So I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure he's just been pamming. I think that's what it is. <laughs> He's, he's probably just been lucky he's, 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 he's forgetting that he's got shit to do. He's just like, yeah, I got my gold medal. Now yeah, you know, you know, we can't even that. talk about that. You know, you know, he's got a couple questionable oh, yeah, right. stuff you're against right. his name. Yeah, and yeah, it's right, like, right, yeah, but even I've seen yeah. like, even I remember this was like an old article, but like a lot of the like new, a, a lot of the um tryouts that WWE were having, a lot of these new man, them they weren't impressed. Apparently, that the, the official they weren't impressed. Yeah, they weren't impressed. Like they say, this new t- is long, fam. I think like, that was that, the last, that the last was one that they did. They said that it was, uh, it was just a tragedy, and they never had any like, because there's no like professional wrestlers, the professional wrestlers, the NXT yeah. 2.0 people. It's like the blind leading the blind. The people that just learned how to wrestle are here trying to teach these nil people. Like people got injured and stuff like that. And um, you know yeah. what? Yeah, I wanted. Do you know what Vince Vince retired to you earlier? I wanted to see what where 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 this would have gone. Let's see where all of this would have gone because what the hell? It's not I mean, for the most part, I think it would have worked because we've seen its success in the last 20 years. I just think where wrestling has changed, it doesn't make sense for you to now solely rely just on collegiate athletes. Mm-hmm. The likes of the Brock Lesnar's and there were at least John Cena who had wrestling experience before he mixed it up with the Batistas and the Brock Lesnar when he was in OVW. But for you to now have the Omoses now mixing it up with different guys that have just come from basketball and come from um, lacrosse, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. At least have maybe one or two indie stars, even if they're not even the Johnny Garganos or people that have prominent success, but they've been wrestling for maybe two, three years. They can at least take a few good bumps and whatnot. Like Danny Birch, them Danny. kind of man, like Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, but oh, you, re- you released them, and then now they're they're killing in Japan, winning titles. That's your own. 
Anyways, that Baba hatred, hey, Baba Hunter is back. So <laughs> yeah, we'll probably yeah. see a few of them. I think apparently Odu Lorcan is looking to come back to WWE. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they brought him back like, I think last week or two weeks ago as a coach yeah. and then I think now they're just offering him a, like a whole contract to come back yeah he, he, he should join that what's that faction that Shabos and Butch and them lot in I'm brawling brutes yeah him and Danny Birch were a tag team why not in it <laughs> that was different that was one and two you wanted to go and do brawling brutes like that <laughs> so, way they were to, to Oh. Rolling brutes, rolling brutes, oh. man. Do what Vince would do. Put action on him, innit? It's cool. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's what Vince would have done, though. Don't lie. That's, what, that's WWE. What would, uh, <laughs> what would Vince do? What would Vince do? Last question from our guy, Gabe the Kid. Big up, bro. Um, seeing Carl Anderson being the champion for New Japan in WWE, could we be hopeful for a working relationship or even potential crossover show? Nope. No, no chance. I don't want it. I, I don't I don't, I don't think so I don't think he's there on the table I just think that you know they're just happy like they're not mentioning he's the never open weight champion so I don't think we should we should even think you know that, have you guys that, seen the video that he dropped earlier yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. he's not he's not going to his title match I feel like, I feel like, I feel like he's still going to wrestle or I don't know I don't I don't know I really don't. You, think still gonna, you think he's still going to wrestle for New Japan I feel like he might have a match for New Japan. I feel like... That, that same day? Not that day, no, 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 not that day. Because yeah, he said yeah. he's not wrestling that day, but I feel like at some point he may go back and drop the title. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's going to happen. Yeah. Or but maybe Hunter will be understanding and say, you know what, you have a few storylines there, go and finish what you're doing, but obviously come back when... It's ten, it will, come back at 10 p.m. Go and go at 1. <laughs> Here's, <laughs> the Here's the thing. Triple H is way more understanding but don't get into it. Triple H is king capitalist as well. He's king. I wanna, I wanna own shit as well. So yeah, if Triple H, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Triple H was like, nah, nah, you, fuck that title. But he's he, he's more reasonable than Vince. I never think conversation happened, but it wouldn't some, I wouldn't be shocked or flabbergasted if it was like a, nah, yeah, we check that man thing. Because if 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 anything, uh, those if anything, like Triple H may run it just so that he's kind of building a relationship with New Japan. New like Japan. to say, oh, see, I'll, I'll let your guy still work over here and do this and whatever the case is. Um, True. So, yeah, that that could be that could be what Triple H is on. But um, at, at the same time, remember, like you're saying, NK, after we had NXT UK, the next one was going to be NXT Japan. He was good at... And, and NXT Japan was in the works. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> So like an idiot, he wanted to buy no Noah. He wanted to buy Noah. And good thing they said no because they would have ruined that company. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Listen. I'm not posting on the company. Europe thing. What 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 more for to something? I'm telling you. Triple H, listen, Triple H is better than Vince, 100 percent It's still WWE. That person doesn't fall far from the tree, man. Just yeah, me. Yeah. It's King Takeover. He will he will buy you. Yeah, He's not yeah. your man. He will buy you. Your man will buy you. Uh, I mean, there are companies for him to buy though. There's there's a few like Japanese companies like shit that could do with the the cash injection. And might, it, it might be well for them. They could take those wrestlers and do what they want in it. Well, for the most part, I he's gonna to... make a bid for DDT. No, they won't do that. Cyberfight have too much money. 
Saying that, Five I've seen much more. I don't think they're good. Maybe Big Japan Wrestling, or maybe I don't know the wrestling company Freedom, the one that GCW done a, um, a show with. Maybe them. If you've got, if you if you could do an event with GCW, then I can I can assume that there's not that much. Red in it. <laughs> I can assume there's not that much red in it. But yeah, oh it's funny though. GCW was 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 the internet sweetheart, and now everyone just cussing it. It's because of AJ Gray. AJ Gray fell off the the, the ladder. And then we saw it for what it was. <laughs> That's, That's what I started to do. <laughs> That's what I started to When I saw AJ Gray fall off the ladder, I said, yeah, this is not the company for me anymore. I can't watch it. That whole, what pay-per-view was that? That was the... the, the I'm I'm stand, stand, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, that whole event was a mess. Yeah. Leon Slater was going the next month. GCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah He's doing bits. Um, this is a very fast ascent we're seeing. With bro? It, bro, all it takes is all it takes is for a GIF, and yeah, and you know in America they love GIF wrestling. So, <laughs> bro, the minute he does that Swanton four fifty, he'll get book, he'll get books for um, House of Glory, yeah. and I'll put him against Marafuji or Eddie Kingston or something, bro. Amazing, mm. yeah, low, low key, maybe low key, exactly. Low key. So, yeah, or Leo, um, Leo Ash has him. I think he had a match against Leo Rush. Leo Rush, he had a match against Kesta yeah. if not not too long ago. So. Bro, it's just crazy the way wrestling works, man. It's Very fast, man. Absolutely not. So yeah, man, should be lit. Yeah, man. Boy, should we put a bow in it? Wrap it up. Yeah, Black History Month. Let's all let's all shout out a wrestler, a black yes. wrestler. Um, don't shout my favorite. That's what I'm gonna say. Who's that? Shane Killshot Strickland. We still need to get him on the podcast. Since getting more podcasts. Um I'm gonna shout out who you guys were with last week, OJ Mo Michael Oku. Oh Jay. That's another one where the ascent has just been crazy. Yeah. The stock price is too high. Um hmm. NK do you want to go? Um Shout out to Angelo Dawkins, man. Angelo Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah. King of the Pounce. King of the Pounce, yes. King of the Pounce. His pounce is hard, bro. I can't lie. Labs, you've come to start trouble. His pounce is hard. I'm going to shout out Desmond Xavier, a.k.a. Wesley. Jeez. Um yeah, big yeah, big up with me. I'm a proper big fan of him and he's cold. So. He's cold, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, bro, the North American title scene is looking very nicked off. Yeah, that ladder match. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be cold. <laughs> it's gonna look sick, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to NXT this weekend. I can't lie, man. Yeah, it should I be lie, a good yeah. show. Yeah. I, I think Carmelo and um what's his face? Um Trick. Trick. They're going main roster. Bro, they oh, have to. 100%. They're going in rust. Maybe in Royal Rumble or something like that. I think they're done in NXT. They have to. Like it's their time is done. Like they've done everything. They've 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 been a pillar to the NXT 2.0. Yeah, they've done everything they can. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And Max, we've said this time and time again. When Trick came in, he fumbled. Yeah, but yeah. he realized after that fumble, he's never fumbling again. Yeah, and he's been in his Birkin since then. So because who they stuck him with in Carmelo is too good. Yeah. So it's almost like he realized if I don't take this opportunity, I'm gonna get left behind. Like, and he's been brilliant. So for a play, I brought the tag team match I had on NXT with him, 
um, him, Carmelo, and Oromensa and yeah, Wesley, yeah, yeah, bro. That was a good match today, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NK, I can't let NXT's back, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NXT's cooking. It's you, you, you probably won't watch it, but it's 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 very much more wrestling, but they still have like the story elements in it. <laughs> One thing I'll add, in fact, before we finish. Obviously, at the end of the main event segment where they were getting, um, selling the world title match, Austin Fury came out with the money in the bank. Yeah. And I thought they fumbled what could have been a massive surprise. Like, obviously, it doesn't look like Austin Fury is going to cash this in on Roman Reigns. Like, so how are they going to get the the the, the, the um, briefcase off him? Like, it looks like he may just run out of time, which I think is a good storyline as well. But what if he actually cashed in on the NXT champion, surprisingly, and became NXT champion? I think that's something he could have done. Yeah. I, I feel like they what would have made it better is if they didn't make Austin Fury turn up. That's exactly it. Like now, now that he's up, turned up, we kind of know that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's on. It's on the table. Like it's an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if he had just turned up at Halloween Havoc, bro, it would have been like, oh shit. Because when I woke up to seeing him on NXT, I was like, interesting. But at the mm. same time, it's blown. Now, now I'm pre- now I'm preempted that he might cash in. Yeah, at, yeah. At Halloween Havoc. If because, he showed up at Halloween Havoc, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. mad thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because there's no way, like Mick said, there's no way he's cashing in on Roman. <laughs> One spear, Superman punch as soon as that bell rings. But if they do like a storyline, like I'm saying, like um, he runs out of time. That's original. They've never done that before. Like yeah. literally they, they're counting down and like, you know, he has one year to cash in and at Money in the Bank next year, whenever it is, he fails to cash in. He literally runs out of time. Like and they just you know Triple H comes out and just orders him to give back the briefcase or something. Like I think that could be a nice way to do it, um, mm-hmm. where he doesn't look too bad because he didn't lose it, and they've never done something like that before. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll that'll see. Yeah, another great episode. Um, any shout outs? Anything you need to plug? No. No. Donate to our coffee. Listen, we have no drinks today. We're not even in the studio. But come on, man. Donate. We have no we have no Easter money. No, no Easter. <laughs> no, no. We are no, dry. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Get us the 10k subscribers. That's it. Get Mex- get WrestleMania UK to 1k subscribers. No, like that. The hardest working. Hardest working. Even on his birthday, he's releasing videos. I swear enough, Ah, ah, or more rest. Don't worry. When, by the time I step out of this room, I'm going to get in trouble as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another good one. We'll see you guys in the next episode. This should be the way, Del Boy. Mex, the WrestleManiac. MK. Laps. Wrestling's podcast episode 142, the coolest wrestling podcast in the world. And as we always say, by the mandem, for your demandem, your demandem. Wow. We are back to season next week for future. Thanks for that.